Radio. The Journey with Dave and Dodsey, an initiative of the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong and Pulse 94.1. Faith, hope, love and life. You're listening to The Journey. G'day everyone, thanks for tuning into The Journey. Hope you're having a great weekend wherever you are, right around the country. We've got a great show lined up for you today, so I hope you're ready for it. Yep, wherever you are listening in your car, via live streaming or tuned in via podcast, it's great to have you listening to this week's show. Jude, how's your week been? Good, buddy. I'm going really well. Middle of the term in in New South Wales here, and I think all around Australia, it's uh, mid-term and really enjoying getting around and and meeting with all of these scripture teachers that are going in and giving the good news of Jesus Christ into all these classrooms. How have you been, Dave? I have to say, really great, Jude. The greyhound I told you about last week, the foster greyhound. Yes, yes, good. Eight-year-old female, Zulu. What a great dog. My other four greyhounds have been males. I tell you what, it is true, the ladies are better behaved. They're obviously keeping (laughs) you pretty fit, mate. You're obviously doing lots of walking. (laughs) Thank you very much, you've noticed. Maybe I'll need to get a dog. I was going to mention that. (laughs) Oh, come on. (laughs) Another top-notch show lined up this week. We've got some fantastic inputs again. We're going to hear from Sam Clear in particular. Can't wait to hear Sam. Had a lot of interest in him, particularly after that interview a couple of weeks ago where he described his walk around the world. Inspiring young man indeed. First up though, Dave, we've got the Gospel Reflection and it's Pentecost Sunday. And believe it or not, I've put my hand up to do the Gospel Reflection for this week. Faith, hope, love and life, you're with The Journey. Here's this week's Reflection on the Gospel. Today we celebrate that great day when the Holy Spirit came upon the followers of Jesus after his ascension. A feast day in the church's calendar that is rightly often referred to as the birth of the church. The power of God was on display in a dramatic way as 3,000 people accepted the gospel, repented, were baptised and joined the church. What followed was an exciting and continuous display of God's power. People came together for prayer, to break bread. Many were healed of their sicknesses. Some felt compelled to take care for the poor and others to proclaim the gospel abroad. Despite tensions from within and persecutions from without, the church continued to grow, all because the Holy Spirit was at work. Not long after the events we hear about in the reading from the Acts of the Apostles, a second Pentecost occurred, this time to a group of Gentiles in Caesarea. Once again, Peter preached the gospel. The Holy Spirit was poured out and many were converted. The people who had come with Peter, all faithful Jews, were astounded that the gift of the Holy Spirit should have been poured out on, well, even the Gentiles. Then when Paul ventured out into his missionary journeys, the same thing happened. The gospel was preached, the spirit was released, people were changed and the church grew. As believers, baptised in Christ, we have the Holy Spirit no less than Peter and Paul and the apostles did. This same spirit wants to help you draw close to Jesus and he wants to make you into his instrument of salvation. So take some time today to accept the challenge. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you in the truth. Ask the Spirit to make the fullness of the truth of the gospel known to you. And then try your best to follow the Apostles' example by looking for opportunities to share the good news so the Spirit can touch the lives of more and more people. Let our prayer today be, Come, Holy Spirit, and fill me with your love. Send your fire and renew the face of the earth. Faith, hope, love and life. This is The Journey. 
Sister Hilda with Wisdom from the Abbey. I saw a program recently. It showed a man being questioned and as a result thinking distressing thoughts while, get this, at the same time being hooked up to a dish of yoghurt. Strange as it may seem, the yoghurt started moving of its own accord. When the man was asked questions that evoked calm and peaceful thinking, the yoghurt went still. Now, I've heard of things like this before, just as no doubt you have too. Oceans that have immediately begun to boil when a person stands on the shore and yells at it. On the more human level, you know how it feels when someone yells at you? Every part of you feels tossed about. And isn't it awful to walk into a room when you could cut the tension in the air with a knife? We do some horrible damage to each other, even by our thoughts. Of course, the reverse is true as well. We do immeasurable good for others when all we do is think kind thoughts. Imagine what would happen if the next time someone cut in front of you in busy traffic, you began to think, poor person, clearly they're in a hurry to get home. Maybe they've got a worry they need to sort out. Instead of, idiot, what do you think you're doing? It's people like you who cause accidents. Even as you're listening to me now, register the effects the change in my voice is having on you. You know what? God only ever communicates with us in thoughts and words of incredible peace and calm and forgiveness. Being tied up with God is a sure recipe for spreading peace in the world. Let's do something together this morning. How about standing up right now Turn your face in the direction of someone you can't stand, even if they're not in the room. Perhaps someone you haven't spoken to in a long time. And with God, that's the vital bit, think a kind thought about them. This morning, you and I are just taking our first real step toward world peace. You're listening to The Journey. We just heard from Sister Hilda Scott with her wisdom from the Abbey, beautiful part of the world up there in Jamboree. Always good to have Sister Hilda on the show. Yeah, she's very popular and has got a big following with a wisdom from the Abbey segment all around Australia. Faith, hope, love and life. You're with The Journey. And now it's time for Milk and Honey with Trish McCarthy. Our hearts are an astounding creation. Put very simply, our hearts receive blood from the body, deoxygenated and lifeless. It is pushed into the lower chambers of the heart, where it is forcefully pumped into the lungs. Here, an exchange takes place that re-oxygenates the blood, gives it life, so to speak, through our breath, and passed back into the heart. Again, it is received from the lungs and pumped out into the body to nourish, give life, heal, transport necessary life-giving properties that keep our body functioning at peak performance. The heart beats once to receive and push blood and twice to pump it where it needs to go, to give life. Pope Francis used this analogy in describing our participation in God's mission. Our hearts must beat, love for God, love for others. It can serve as a powerful reflection on our spiritual journey. If we are the heartbeat of the church, and we first and foremost receiving God's love, being transformed by the breath of the Spirit, and pumping life into our areas of ministry and vocation. Spend some time being still in prayer, attuned to the rhythm of your heart, beating love for God, love for others, and learning from this physical and spiritual gift today. 
together on the journey. Faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. Welcome back to The Journey. I hope you're enjoying the show today, wherever you are, right around the country, either live through your local Christian radio, online or via podcast. Jude, we spoke last week about the movie Son of God, a great movie, Mm. a movie on the life of Jesus. Now, it's been in the cinemas since May 22nd this year, and a little while ago, About Heaven is For Real. Both brilliant movies, and if you haven't seen them, please do yourselves a favour, get out there and check these movies out. Yeah, what I like about both of them, Dave, is that, that, well, they're very authentic in the way that, well, firstly, the first way, it depicts the life of Christ, and in the other one, you know, Heaven is for Real, how it talks really authentically about, I suppose, the joy of heaven that awaits people that, that follow Christ. So if you haven't seen them yet, you need to track them both down, see where they're on, and uh, and you've got to look at them. They're a great way of bringing people to faith and a great way of in, engaging people in conversation about those, I suppose, those big final points of life, you know, Jesus' love for us, salvation, and heaven. And most importantly, they're made by Christians. Spot on. Coming up, Father Dave Callahan from the Missionaries of God's Love about how to find Jesus in amongst the chaos of life. I think we can all relate to that. Mm. Christianity as a huge game of Where's Wally? Yeah, can't wait to hear what he's got to say. Faith, hope, love and life. You're on the journey. Here are the Missionaries of God's Love with The Call. There is a popular series of children's books called Where's Wally? The whole idea is that you have a picture filled with people and this is not just any ordinary scene It is normally a picture of absolute chaos. It is full of mess. There are people fighting, spilling things, bumping into each other. And the whole idea is that somewhere in the middle of this chaos, there is a guy called Wally, wearing a red and white striped shirt, looking very calm and peaceful. The trick is to be able to look beyond the chaos and find where Wally is in the midst of everything else. Christianity is meant to be like a giant game of Where's Wally? Only instead of looking for a guy in red and white stripes, we are looking for God. God is not sitting off in some pure hygienic heaven, waiting for us to step away from reality to find him. He has come to us, into our mess, so that we can find him here. When Jesus was born, he was born into a cattle shed, full of noise and the stench of animals. If your family sometimes feels a bit like that, then you need to know that Christ is right there with you. You just have to be able to find him in that place. When Jesus rises from the dead and appears to his disciples, they are scared, they are hiding out of fear, they are grieving, and some of them are filled with doubt. But that is where they find him. Sometimes we are so convinced that God has abandoned us that we fail to see that he is standing right in front of us. He is there. He is always there. We need to pray for the grace to see him in our midst and encounter him in every situation in our life. I'm Father Dave Callahan from the Missionaries of God's Love. Find out more about us at mglpriestsandbrothers.org. You're listening to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full. Walking the Walk, here's Sam Clear. Hi, I'm Sam Clear for Walking the Walk. After 14,800 kilometres on foot praying for the unity of Christians, I entered the final 800 kilometre home stretch when I walked onto the Camino de Santiago in northern Spain, a famous pilgrimage route that saw over 100,000 people step out its length that year alone. The pilgrims were kitted out with brand new backpacks and walking poles, 
iPods in their ears and bandanas around their heads and were all headed in the same direction like cows to the dairy. Look at all those toffs, I thought to myself. They aren't real pilgrims, they're tourists. Over the next few days, I met a number of these toffs and was amazed to find out that each person was there for a different reason and quite nervous for the journey that lay ahead, both physically and spiritually. I made some good friends in those final few weeks. A few days from the end of the Camino de Santiago, the pilgrim numbers swelled massively and the trundle out of one particular lakeside village was alongside hundreds of pilgrims from all over the world. For as far as I could see in either direction, fresh pilgrims laden with backpacks marched to the same beat. The few pilgrims I ran into that I knew were having the same reaction to seeing all those new pilgrims that I had when I joined the Camino. They were suspicious, scoffing at them and felt crowded in. Look at all those toffs. They aren't real pilgrims. I laughed. That's what I thought about you when I saw you for the first time in your brand new gear. We asked one old fellow why he was only walking the final three days worth and he smiled and said, I don't get much time off work each year, so I've been walking three or four days worth a year for the last ten years. This time, I'll finish my Camino. It's very easy to slip into being the prodigal son's brother or the workers in the vineyard being paid the same amount as the newcomers, indignant and staking our claim to God's love. In fact, it would appear that the longer our Christian walk is, the greater need for humility we have. I'm Sam Clear for Walking the Walk. For more on the walk around the world for unity, go to walkforone.com. Faith, hope, love and life. This is The Journey. Welcome back to The Journey. Great to hear from Sam Clear in his segment, Walking the Walk. And those who listened into that interview a couple of weeks ago will know that Sam is absolutely passionate about unity for Christian churches and, and how if we're unified, the world will come to believe. Yeah, unique young fella indeed. Great to have Sam on the show. Mm. His website, walkforone.com, the four being the number four, is a great place to go if you're passionate about unity for Christian churches. Also in there was Father Dave Callahan with his segment, The Call, drawing us all into true daily discipleship. This week, by playing Where's Wally? Always keeping a lookout for God in the chaos of life. Very important message. Now, last week I spoke about this movement, Yes, He Is, and this very key date, June 8, which aims to share the gospel with millions of people around the world. If you haven't heard about this yet, I'd really encourage you to go and get the Yes, He Is app. Download that or go to www.yesheis.com. It's basically asking Christians to take the opportunity through social media in a really non-threatening way to share their faith with their friends on Facebook and to do it at the same time right around the world so we can have this massive boom as uh, as we're all sharing Jesus together. And that'll link anyone who gets this message to a really high-quality video that explains why Christians believe what they believe. So make sure you go to the website. I will be www.yesheis.com. Coming up, Marilyn Rodriguez with her Peaceful Parents segment. Faith, hope, love and life. You're listening to The Journey. With advice on peaceful parenting, here's Marilyn Rodriguez. My children have a silly uncle. That's what they call him, not me. He's so silly, he's always trying to trick us, they say. It's true. One time one of them lost part of a toy on our roof. It was one of those ones where you pull the plastic strip through the handle and that round twirly thing on top flies up into the air. 
Well, this uncle, he just climbed right up there and got it back, while they watched, gobsmacked. Dad would never do that, they told each other, voices hushed in awe. It's true, Peter probably wouldn't, not in front of the children anyway, in case they tried to copy him later and ended up in hospital. He's sensible. But the dad can be silly sometimes too. Sometimes when the children run to him to compete for the highly prized first hug when he gets home from work, he ducks and weaves and runs away from them, laughing maniacally. They all run after him, squealing, Daddy, stop! I want the first hug! And he answers, No, Mummy gets the first hug today. And I do. It's pretty silly. Now me, I'm naturally serious and the children know this. And this actually works in my favour because they find it so hysterically funny when I come out with something silly. Like when I decided to talk like a robot all through one dinner time. Please pass me the water jug. Why do you call me mummy? What is mummy? I am a robot. Family life can be deadly serious sometimes, can't it? With work and bills, shopping and cooking, parent-teacher interviews and work performance appraisals, sicknesses and accidents, and that's part of the parental lot. But it is a problem when things become too deadly serious without us realising it. When we suddenly notice we're being churned through the daily grind and there's no joy in our time together anymore. Then it's high time we turn up the music too loud, pull out some corny jokes or magic tricks, juggling, whatever it takes, and be a bit or a lot silly. The kids love it and we feel a lot lighter. This is Marilyn Rodriguez. I must depart. Goodbye. Together on the journey, faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. That was another great segment from Marilyn Rodriguez on the importance of being silly sometimes. We're all silly nearly all the time, aren't you, Jude? It's the only way to fly, Dave. Yes, indeed. That brings us to the end of another show. Thanks for listening into the journey. Hope everyone's rugged up around the country. I encourage you to give us some feedback on our Facebook page as usual. Just look for The Journey Catholic Radio in your search engine where you can also follow the links to listen to past shows of The Journey as podcasts. And if the show isn't being played on your local Christian radio station yet and you're listening in via podcast or live streaming, give them a call. I'm sure they'd love to hear from you to get some input from you about why you'd like to hear The Journey playing in your local region. If not, keep listening in via Pulse 94.1 to podcast the show. It's great to have you listening in whatever way that you can. Next week on the show, we'll be doing it all again. Great music, interviews and inputs from our awesome presenters. And just like last week, Jude, I'm off to take the Greyhound for a walk. Good luck to you, buddy. (laughs) Faith, hope, love and life. You've been listening to The Journey. The Journey is produced by the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong in cooperation with Pulse 94.1 and edited by Jude Hennessy and Daniel Hopper from the Office of the Bishop. You have been listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey on cradio.org.au. You can listen into The Journey in Wollongong by tuning in to Pulse 94.1 on Sundays from 11am to 12pm or Wednesdays from 10 to 11pm. And you can tune in from anywhere else in the world through the Pulse 94.1 website or streaming on Cradio on Sundays from 8 to 9pm. To find all the episodes of The Journey and for more shows, talks and interviews, visit cradio.org.au.